He goes to the door and it's dun 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 Judy, the OG you Judy. <laughs> Not OG Judy. <laughs> OG Judy. <laughs> OG Judy. Yikes. Welcome. Are we starting? I'm we sipping the tea the of our most beloved fictional <laughs> kids. Wow. I just came up with that one. You're welcome. Hey, <laughs> welcome home to Cup of Canon. <laughs> this is Cup of Canon. This is the podcast where we discuss and celebrate our favorite stories, whether it's anime, sitcoms, films, or novels. Each season, we are passing you a great big cup so that you can sip the tea. Hold, please. I'm learning right now that I'm a really bad sipper. Um, sip the tea of your most beloved fictional canons. This really is an, an ASMR. ASMR episode, yeah. We're going to be Sorry. very like, quiet and calm. Mm, okay. For who? <laughs> That was a joke, everyone. I'm very hungover. So everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching the video, you can obviously tell. Um, <laughs> this season on Cup of Canon, we bring you Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm your host for today, Camille. Joining me today is your co-host, my sister and energy guru, Peyton Edwards. Wow. I mean, what a compliment. He's a legend, truly. She always gets the great ones. I mean, it's always yeah. like, in here to save the day, the avatar herself, Peyton Edwards. Hello. Thank you. Guru Patik. Well, Edwards. fasten your goddamn seatbelt because here comes Taylor Rowell. He's our special guest star for this season of Cup of Canon. A dear friend of mine and Oppa's last hope once more is Taylor Rowell. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. Oppa's last thoughts. His last before fighting the boar. Oh, God. Peyton, what is our... Hello, hello. What is... Great to be back. What does the title Our Last Hope mean to you? Oh, God, Jesus. triggered. That I'm was triggered, Camille. an insane <clears throat> joke. And I know you would all love to be a part of one someday. Okay. I've got to hone in on what's happening. On Cup of Canon, <laughs> we're setting sail. I'm recording this a little bit earlier than usual, you guys. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's like 6.30 in the morning. Early just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's so early. Clearly, we are creatures of the night. I mean, usually, we're in here with like all the lights on, and now I've got like the window open. Is that the sun? Oh, oh God. It's offensive. Vitamin D who? Um, we're setting sail through the four nations <laughs> to offer insights, fun facts, and of course some bitch and commentary about the entire narrative and universe of Avatar The Last Airbender. Today we're on to the next three episodes. Ten years later, we're on to the next three episodes. <laughs> Those are the tales of the ta- tales of Bossing Say, um, Appa's Lost Days, and Lake Lao Guy. Spoily spoilers. Episodes. Yeah, sorry. I'm. I mean, we really just had to lump them all together, though. I mean, there's a good. Thank God, by the end we have a happy ending. Yeah. I mean, true. if we had just done just a boxing say and and Oppa's lost days, it would have. Yeah, just, we wouldn't be here right now. We wouldn't be here. We'd still be crying in a puddle somewhere. But I think it's a good chunk, and it's like a good arc. Like these three episodes, mm-hmm. I think go good together. It's if I like could a just get story. a round of applause for ourselves right now for. Can we just... <laughs> Um, (laughs) spoily spoilers I'm gonna say it again in today's and every episode of this season we will be referencing the entire Avatar canon this includes The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, the Kyoshi novels and more 
Now, guys, make sure you pay attention because at some point we are going to be announcing today's literal cup of canon. That would be a cocktail inspired by our discussion. Um, yeah, yeah, so we can get a little litty while we do this talk show, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little litty ditty. <laughs> litty titty kitties in the city. I just recently learned of, what is it? Litty titty. Litty titty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of touch with this world. I really am a hermit. But I mean, my God, kids nowadays. I'm like, is that is that the talk? Is that the TikTok? Is that is that a, a thing? Like, I mean, God bless Sarah is like so plugged she in to what the kids in. are doing these days. Very valid. I am just so listen. When depression like, strikes, so does TikTok. <laughs> That's how it is for God. me, though. Yikes. In my darkest moment. Oh wait, moments. real question. Real question. It has been, I mean, it has been years since we recorded our last episode. True. But are we, okay, so the, obviously the goal would be to get through the entire animated series before the Netflix live action comes out. Huh. That'd be and cool. then start doing those, right? Are we having a production meeting while live on air? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want, I want people to know what to expect. The like, like the next thing we do is going to be the live action, right? We totally or like, could, yeah. I mean, I, I want to do episodes yeah. about the live action. Yeah. Yeah, for I sure. mean, unless I would, We've got some shit to say. I mean, let me <laughs> Good or bad, it is going to be... You my thoughts out there. The tea but... is going to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> Scalding. So, I mean, I'm just saying, oh, but, but what if we don't get there in time? Are we going to stop the live action? Are we going to stop doing the animated <laughs> I'll tell to you, you what we're going to do. We're going to take a fucking week <laughs> and we're going to binge the rest of these episodes and where we're going to record for 24 hours straight. <laughs> and then we will be <laughs> ready for the live action. You'll just stay here. Just stay yeah, here. Yeah, no, I'll take we'll off just... work. I'll just every just night, every night we'll all, we'll all unplug and we'll fucking rage <laughs> for the next three hours doing this. No, it'll be great. No, I, I suppose that's the, I mean, unless it's, you know, 10 years away, we need to do something else in the meantime. But if that's the next thing on the docket, then sign me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really yeah. love this production right now. Yeah. I just want people to know what to expect. Franny, are you listening? <laughs> Franny. <laughs> You know what's coming. Oh. Uh, okay, moving on? Sorry, okay. Um, for something. I was talking about a cup of cannon. I oh, I'll, yeah. We love a theme. This is my outro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so go to a satanic circus, free and abused bison, and hop on because it's time for cup of cannon. That's a little... I don't wow. know. I don't know Ooh. about that I mean, one. honestly, that... <laughs> I liked it. That... that did you mixes with the theme of the episodes kind of the vibe? Yeah, it's like be prepared for I'll just say trauma. <laughs> She's like, now everyone buckle up and <laughs> here we go. Okay, we're soon getting back on Atlas Saddle. Soon. Jesus, yeah, no. we're not okay, there so yet. Okay, so tales of tales of bossing says first. Here we go, guys. Okay, the tale of Toph and Katara. I like this one. There are some that I don't like. <laughs> I always like remember the music before. What kind of instrument is that? Like a flute of some kind? It has to be a string instrument. Don't is you it? Think? I, don't, I, I truly can't I remember, remember the, the, the timbre. Or maybe it's like a xylophone situation. Maybe. A xylophone? Can you imagine? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Tale of Toph and Katara. So the the show opens, and we are at the the Avatar's house in the upper ring of Ba Sing Se. They're all, you know, getting ready for their morning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so sorry. I sneezed. I'm sorry. Are you gonna vomit too? Pose, by the way. <laughs> 
Howard Hill vaccinated. I'm, I'm like way vaccinated. We are, we are as vaccinated as one can be, each and every one of us. I'm telling you what, I am waxed and vaxxed and ready to fucking go, okay? We are about to hit these streets, bitch. People are going to watch this in like a year or two and be like, what the fuck? Like, where were... I can't do this right now. Oh, it's been too long. I'm woozy. <laughs> They're okay. in the Avatar's home. And they're they're in the Avatar's home. I gotta say, whenever I kind of paraphrase from the weird Avatar wiki, I always end up saying the weirdest things. Like, they're in the Avatar's home. <laughs> they're hanging out in, like, their rental well, home in Bossing Say. Well, otherwise, yeah. you end up reading it verbatim, and that's also fucking weird. And that's plagiarism, <laughs> friends. The, thing. the last airbender <laughs> runs down the hill. Yeah. Yeah, right. The young so airbender. <laughs> the arrow-headed boy runs the- <laughs> Okay, God. so they're all getting ready for the morn. Aang is shaving his head, as I guess he does every morning, which does make sense. Um, Sokka, oh, God forbid, he's shaving his little pubes underneath his nose. <laughs> That's ugh, horrifying. I think it's a nice reminder of how, like... He's a man. No, he he's a man. Oh. A, I think it's the opposite. It's not like he has a beard and he's like shaving his beard. It's I mean, like never did I whiskers. once think of like, oh, Sokka, the man. <laughs> he's always <laughs> a boy in my head. I, I don't know why when I was a kid, I just thought Aang was naturally bald. I know, right? Until like, until it. these little scenes where you see him shaving his head and it's like, oh, I guess he could have had hair if he wanted. Like, yeah. whatever. And then we get season three. That's a mind oh, fuck. Absolutely. Glorious. That's a mind <laughs> fuck. I, know. I remember when it first premiered, I saw that. I was like, the series is ruined. Wait, if there a wrench in my whole fucking world. I was excited. <laughs> Aang was like cute all of a sudden. He because he looks older. With and hair. I was yeah. that age. Okay, so everyone relax. Um <laughs> <laughs> everyone's sitting at home just like fuck. <laughs> Podcast canceled. Um okay, so Katara's doing her hair loopies. We're on the first three seconds of this episode. <laughs> Um, and then Katara opens Toph's bedroom door without knocking, might I add. Who knows what she was doing in there? And she is just sprawled out, hair all over the place. If that is not me every morning, I don't know what is. And Katara is truly disgusted. Um, and she says, you know what? I think we need, Katara says, I think we need a girl's day out. To which Toph responds, do I have to? That's nice. So they go to the... so cute because Katara's always so used to being with, like, the boys all the time, you know? She's like, ooh, like a fun spa day. Poor thing. Katara, all she wanted was another girl in the group, and she got tough. (laughs) But you know what? I might add, I think Katara is so... She seems so pleasant throughout this whole episode. She's never irritable about Toph's behavior. She's all... She laughs at, like, the weird mud thing coming up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just think it's 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 nice. It's it it shows that they both accept each other for who they are, and it's and they take pleasure in that. Okay, whatever. What am I saying? Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like therapy hour every morning with me. Um. Okay, so they go. They head to the fancy lady day spa. Oh my god. Let's think about that for a moment. Um. And Toph says, "You know what." I'll do it as long as no one touches my feet. Well, the first thing that happens is I guess they get a foot massage. And, of course, 
there is earth caked on to Toph's little feeties. And they've and the, the massage ladies or, you know, the attendants or whatever you want to call them begin scrubbing the heck out of those bad boys. And Toph is horrified, so horrified that she earth bends someone through a wall. That's nice. Um, in the next part of the montage, uh, the girls are they ha- they're getting like a mud facial and a mud bath and tough <laughs> earth bends the the mud facial into a weird alien face and it frightens away the <laughs> the attendant yeah um and Katara laughs bring attention to yeah. it Katara laughs um so then they're hanging out in the sauna afterwards and you know Toph is doing a little pop lock and drop with a earth bending rock on the I do like what? in this scene how they both use like their bending in like a very casual way mm-hmm. like it's all, like you never see that in this series where like well of course yeah. like you know we all as we imagine like what it would be like to be like a waterbender or an earthbender we think of like the practical things you know i mean i don't know about y'all but it's like you know oh i would do it like if i was thirsty i would just waterbend this like the water over to me like i wouldn't even get up off my chair or like whatever and in this it's like they are very much like that they're just like oh instead of getting up and like you know moving the bucket they just like like you know earthbend it over like it's a very practical thank god we don't have magic we'd be the laziest i mean i would be like we'd be like wally we'd all be rolling around in our fucking chairs did you just, just say Wall-E? Wall-E. Is that how you say it? I would say Wally, like the name Wally, Wally not oh. Wally. 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 You oh, put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so <laughs> let me just put it plainly. Uh, Toph puts a rock on the little hot rocks in the sauna, and then Katara water bends some water onto it. It creates more steam, and they're like, ah. Oh. Um, so then they leave the spa and they both have a full face on. They just walked out of, who's a YouTuber, a a makeup YouTuber, someone of, James uh, Charles. I was about to say Ray Charles. Ray Charles. (laughs) No, honey. Oh my God, yeah. It's the glasses, you think? (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're... Yikes. Um, yeah, they are looking like sisters. They are walking out with tons of makeup on their faces. And once again, Taylor, is there something more important happening on your phone? I'm sorry, I was trying to I'm doing research in the moment. (laughs) I will see Taylor playing his day, just like pull up his phone, like, (laughs) what's happening on Twitter? (laughs) I'm not. I was trying to find the name of someone because I'm gonna reference them in a minute. Oh, great. Um, So then Toph says, you know what? I don't usually do girly things or whatever, but I kind of like it a little bit. (laughs) And Katara's like, yeah, this was fun, wasn't it? And they are just feeling themselves and they're loving it. They're crossing over a bridge and these three cunts. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bitchy older girls who just want to ruin some days. You know, they're just feeling powerful. Honestly, <laughs> they're crossing a bridge, and me, Taylor, and Peyton cross the bridge too. <laughs> no! Oh my god, I just me, blew out the mic me, so bad. Taylor, just, I just want to call this episode. Here we come. Here we come. The fucking plastics. The plastics themselves. Yeah, the plastics. <laughs> okay. So, oh, by the way, according to the Avatar Wiki, the the leader's name is Star. That's bullshit. Oh. We've never heard her. Okay. Star and Barb. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, they, they come by and they make fun of Toph's makeup saying she looks like a weasel or something like that. And Toph is clearly upset and Katara says, you know what, just ignore them, just ignore them. They're bitches. But Toph turns around and she's like, that's a great one. You know what's funnier? Boom, earth bending. Pushes aside, the, or I guess puts a hole in the bridge and they fall. The girls, <laughs> the three of us fall into the river. They And then Katara makes a big wave and pushes Jesus. them away. Like Honestly, it's like, they, die. <laughs> they like literally kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interesting um, thing about this um about these girls actually though I wanted to mention. There's this guy on mm-hmm. YouTube. He um his channel is called Hello Future Me and he's great. And he does a lot of avatar videos. And in one of mm. his videos he mentions like um the culture of like the Earth Nation and like the fashion. And he Oh wait, I've seen this guy, yeah. Have you seen this one? Maybe not. I don't know. This this is the guy whose book you gave me for my birthday, remember? Yes. Yes, Aww. absolutely. I love I think his videos. Um <laughs> Taylor, yes, he does a lot of, of like world building videos um, Geography? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, um, anyways, he references like these three girls specifically in their fashion, their Earth Kingdom fashion, and how it like kind of contributes to like the world building and everything. And how, um, if you look at the doll that Iroh gives Azula in mm. like one of those earlier episodes when Zuko gets the knife and Azula gets the doll, mm-hmm. it like they you can kind of tell it's like they're from like the same like you know world it's mm-hmm. like you know that was an old style of fashion and you can see where these girls now like with the puffs and like how things have kind of stayed the same but yet mm-hmm. have tweaked a little bit just interesting yeah that's really cool that is continuity yeah. yes oh my god these, boom, boom, speaking boom. of these three episodes specifically are like continuity the house down boots mm-hmm. i mean we are <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> i would tongue out um, there if i could what um what examples do you have of that Oh, the continuity? I don't know. It's, just, flashlight. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. In Appa's Lost Days, in mm-hmm. like, in, like, like Momo's t- Tale. Momo's Tale with the yeah. footprint. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I wonder if the same writers worked on these three episodes. Because you're right, there is a, a, a real through line. Like, there's a moment where, like, <clears throat> when Appa, like, um... Uh, like blasts the sand sailor and like ruins mm-hmm. it right it's like that's the sand sailor they later find and the guy's like oh it's fine we stole it from the homie tribe and then it's like that was in that episode when they were like you stole it from the homie tribe yeah. and also they yeah. had it was really the whole, them um, and like all of that it's just very good mm-hmm. like uh laying the seeds or whatever i don't know yeah mm-hmm. and there was they had the muzzle line too they're like put a muzzle on oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. haven't gone there yet but very nice oh, <laughs> <clears throat> um Cool. So, yeah, so <laughs> they kill those girls, and <laughs> Katara is trying to tell Toph that she's just trying to make her feel a little better. Toph can tell that she's says, telling the truth, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's that's a Instagram thing. We'll get to that. Or a TikTok or whatever the fuck. Um, okay, so Toph... <laughs> that's no, Toph! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old and out of touch. What are we, so, like, 30? I mean, my God. We are 16-year-olds. So um, Toph says, you know, because I'm blind, I've never had to worry about, you know, what I look like or what other people think of the way I look. Um, And that makes me strong or whatever. Um, But, you know, she sheds a few tears. And and I love this because Katara says, you know what? I admire that so much about you. You're so confident and you're so self-assured and so strong. And then – 
of course, because those are the things that matter, right? Those things, what matters is not in any way the societal constructs and what what society tells us to to value but at the same time this is interesting sorry not to make it too real but i ha- i babysit some kids who are in middle school right now and it it's so interesting to recall especially in middle school and high school these times where you know what matters because of the stories you you know, read or watch or whatever, you know what really matters, but you're still part, you, you, you can't leave school unless you're 16 and you decide to, but you, you're stuck in this society and whether you like it or not, like oh these God. shitty things kind of matter. And the yeah. fact that Qatar still brings attention to the fact that like those things don't matter, but you know what, Toph, I do think you're pretty. And then to go along with the Instagram thing I was, I was going to bring up, well, the thing I saw on Instagram, probably a Tumblr original or something, or Reddit. Um, but someone mentions, you know, Toph can obviously feel whether Qatar is lying or not. And in the end, she smiles. And that signifies that Qatar is being honest. And she blushes so. a little bit. Like, they already have, like, makeup blush on. But I noticed this time they do, like, the cross-hatching anime blush. And do I'm we, like, in love? Obviously, it's <laughs> hard to – it's obviously hard for us to kind of keep track because we know this. we know the series so well. Do we know as a first-time viewer yet – whether she can tell a lie or not, or is that introduced in the mm-hmm. next episode? I think it's the Lake Lao guy episode. We finally no. noticed that. We already knew this. No, she she tell she does it in. Um, it's hard to in, keep track. Maybe maybe I mean I don't think they've explained it yet, but she does it with the sandbenders. She says they're lying. Oh, oh good, point. good good they good just good don't good good. Explain it. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. nice nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So anyways, that is like a hashtag deep episode. And I kind of weirdly went back and forth with it a lot. I remember when I was little, I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then I got older and thought, I don't like that Katara says that she's pretty in the end because I think it puts the value on the wrong thing. And then as I'm even, as I'm the ripe 60-year-old. <laughs> I've come full circle and I'm back. We're back, full baby. Full circle. We're back. And I think it, I think it's kind of complex and i appreciate it so. yeah i mean you're totally right i mean middle school was hell on earth and it's like oh i mean god. my god it's like you can convince yourself till the cows come home like i'm i know who i am but if someone makes fun of my shoes i'm burning those shoes i'm like, never right. wearing them again yeah. and you'll catch me dead with them you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. if something insignificant so like that hard. happens it's like just kill me like <laughs> there's no escape there's no well i'll just move to the next city and start over and do that thing like we can do as adults no, no you're stuck man screwed True. forever Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> shall we get to the most uh, depressing of them all? <laughs> I always oh forget my that God. his tail is like the second one out of all. It's I mean, I guess soon. it makes sense to end with like Momo's Leaves because it like leads right into the next episode. The vine. But oh my God, yeah. Falling. Falling so we can't, we're gonna get, we can't, we're gonna get sued. We can't. <laughs> oh God, they'll come for our asses. We can't. <laughs> Please don't sing it. If there's any ass they're coming for, it's ours. I'm telling you, man. Franny, don't let them know. No, hello, future me. Hello, the YouTuber that I told you about, he yeah. does not, his YouTubes can't be monetized. The Nickelodeon blows. got him. Nickelodeon came for his so ass. stupid. Like, why don't you let because people, Because he like... talks about... No, I think Clearly it's because he, Clearly we're not he, monetized. Like... No, 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 obviously not. But I think it's because he, um like, used, like, the theme song or, like, used, like, visual it. or whatever. And, like, they were like, you can't do that. And, like screwed him and now he has to go on like um patreon and like yeah people have to support him like through other ways that blows and that's why I mean, always people like are what so really blows is that he sits there and just praises that show 
and the fact that they're like i know Fuck isn't you. it terrible <laughs> like if anything you just bring light it. to it and like making me appreciate the show more and like they're they just came bringing more, more fans like, to it yeah. you know well if so anything cool. it's just a really outdated policy Capitalism. like that would have made sense like in 2005 when you had to like buy music or i something. literally but, fucking like, not hate nowadays. it i literally hate it when like you want to post like a song to a video and facebook is like i should think not <laughs> like <and> they're like <laughs> they're like flag your shit and it's like god like if anything it's a compliment right. like and if anything more people will damn, hear the song and then like, they'll get more streams yeah That's maybe what or whatever like uh-huh. we're, we're in an age now where like if i can fucking add your song to my instagram story like stupid whatever i agree i feel like the only person who would really do that is like taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) who's like i have to own everything yeah hips don't lie taylor's Um, version (laughs) 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 i'm on it today here we go (laughs) okay the saddest saddest tale ever we're to iroh we're at iroh oh you know what the wiki is (laughs) Making me know. Um, each episode is written by someone different, which oh, I think nice. might yeah. actually be featured at the beginning. We knew that know. at the beginning of every episode, it'll be like it'll be like um, the tale of Iroh, written by such uh, and such. It's written bad. in Chinese. It's written in Mandarin, rather. Yeah. It's like not in like English <laughs> text. What What am I trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's not. We can't read it. So maybe right. we didn't. <laughs> as English speakers, we cannot read it. We don't know what's going on. Um, we don't know what the fuck is happening. You know what? As I should, what I should say, as Americans, we cannot. There, read there, it. We, there we go. go. Oh God, I'm is. so sorry for everyone. And that's the tea. Um, <laughs> that's right. So Iroh's taking a little walk through a market, buying a few things. You know, comes across a picnic basket, or maybe he goes to the market for this purpose. Um, he goes and some guy who's selling the baskets says, um, you know, if this is for a lover, if this is for a sexy time in the shade, might I suggest (laughs) this lavender picnic basket? And Iroh says, fuck off. This is for my dead son. No, just kidding. He says, this is a... (laughs) This is for a special occasion. He chuckles a little bit. I'm already butchering this. Pays for the basket that he wants. Notices a moonflower that's in the sun. And can I? Taylor and Charlie would be out here roasting this guy for not knowing how to take care of his plant. Take care of <laughs> your real. plant. Um, Iroh pushes the moonflower into the shade and says, you know what? This bad boy blooms at night. Or I don't fucking know. It's called and a then, moonflower, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Put it together, bitch. Pull it um, together. And so then it does bloom. The shopkeeper's like, <laughs> thank you. Um, Iroh continues on his walk, and we see a little, a little boy crying. He's and got shit Mama in his nose and everything. Like, Girl, he oh, is God. pulling a Viola child, Davis. I it, he is streaming. Viola Davis, I can't. <laughs> You're so. Oh my God, that's exactly what it is. Literally. That little David fucking kid. God bless her. Um. What? So, <laughs> yep, so mom is trying to calm him. And Iroh comes over and oh, according to the wiki, borrows a oh god, dare I even try and pronounce it? A a Lu a Luikin? 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 You've offended us. It's all. a it's like sorry. Um, some sort of strummy <laughs> instrument. Strummy? And <laughs> yep. it, you strum it. You strum it. That's true. And a string he begins. 
Okay, we're not going to do this to you. You're fine. Cut it. Cut it. Um, (laughs) So he begins to sing to the kid, and he's singing a song about a soldier boy marching home from war. And the boy starts crying, and... No, he was already crying. (laughs) No, I said stops crying. Oh, stops crying. I thought you said starts. And then he just bursts out in tears. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, the kid stops crying. (laughs) And... Um, they thank IRL, <laughs> and the kid pulls his beard. And might I add, in real life, when children are crying and you try and sing the song to them, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> are you speaking from experience? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Um, so Iroh heads down another creepy alley. Uh, oh, not it's not creepy yet. Just kidding. He's going down an alley, and some boys are playing earth bending ball, and oh. the ball, <laughs> um, the ball, you know, comes off of a rock and it crashes through a window. I love the earth bending soccer. It's very like oh, yeah. it's a nice cultural touch. Like you'd never think of yeah. like you know sports. I mean, we've seen it a little bit in the Air Nation with right. like the that weird game with the posts. In the should I, should oh, yeah. I mention it? The Great Divide. Oof, yikes! <laughs> but um, I think this is a good. I love touch. seeing Quidditch all over the place. <laughs> in every facet. Okay. The regular um, window. My one of my favorite parts of this podcast is the weird little lag we have behind or between videos. So it's always like I make a joke and pause without facial expression for like three seconds to see if it'll hit. <laughs> If it'll like come home and you laugh and then I get to laugh and then sometimes it doesn't and I gotta keep moving on. (laughs) I'm sorry, I try and sink it as best as possible. No, it's not you. Sorry, that wasn't a dig. Wasn't meant to be. Um, Okay, moving on. So the, oh, okay, so the ball goes through the window, crashes through, and Iroh says, you know what, sometimes it is best to admit your mistakes in order to restore your honor. But then a massive dude comes like up from the window this is clearly the owner of whatever this home is and he says when i'm through with you kids the window won't be the only thing that's broken and then (laughs) i was like and sometimes it's most wise to run and they all run (laughs) do you feel sometimes Um, like we're children and she's like reading to us or like she's like telling us a story we look like it i mean we're just like Is it engaging or do you feel like I'm talking down to you? What, no, 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 no. It's very, it's like, it's like, it's like, we're like, wait, like we're waiting for this story. It's like, that. it's great. Aww, that's pleasant. I bought this book of, uh, so have I told you about how Charlie <laughs> never learned mythology, anything outside of really Christian mythology oh growing God, up? Oh my God, no. Big yikes, yeah. And that so he doesn't yikes. know like the name of like Greek gods or things like that. So one of my favorite games to play is Charlie who's the Greek god of war? And he'll be like, Urathu. <laughs> or he'll be like, Aphrodite. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't even know that, I don't think. Yeah, he wouldn't. He, no, he wouldn't know that. We did this the other day with Peyton on FaceTime. Yeah, I was fine. I said, who's the Greek god of love? And Peyton, I think he said... Peyton, Peyton nailed it. Yeah, she I think he through. said um, Hermes. He said a name. No, he, he no, but it wasn't a real... I think he said Eros or something like that. Uh, oh, God. Close um, enough. But... <laughs> but where was I going with this? Oh yeah, but um, I bought this big book of Greek mythology just to revisit because who doesn't love that shit? Um, 
and Stephen Fry. Oh, can I plug Stephen Fry at the moment? <laughs> to all our <laughs> listeners out there, if anyone's a fan of Stephen Fry and who even fucking knows who that is, he came out with um, two mythology books, one for just basic Greek mythology gods and shit, and then another for the heroes of Greek mythology. They're fucking good. Highly recommend if you're ever in the mood. Yeah, they're really good. And anyways, um, I've been reading them to Charlie, but it's a little much. I like really, I'm basically standing up acting these <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and then with a swing of his blade. I can't <laughs> resist. He decapitates Medusa. Oh my god. <laughs> Snakes go flying. <laughs> just like a dramatic reading like when you used to be just... Phantom in the living room. <laughs> or when you were okay, do not come for me like that. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Okay. So, back to the story. So, Iroh's running down an alley, and all of a sudden, boom. See, this is what I would do. This is not in the text. I just come up with sound effects. <laughs> um, so, a then, mugger then <laughs> um, threatens him at knife point, according to Wiki. Quoted by the Avatar Wiki. Don't come for me. Um, Iroh's like, yo, your stance is atrocious my man oh my God. um proves this by giving him the old knockdown and taking his dagger from him and iroh shows him the proper form for mugging someone <laughs> um and says you know what i gotta say you don't really look like much of a criminal and then they sit down for tea and the criminal dude the mugger is says i've been really confused about my life and I've turned towards a life of crime. Honestly, did I cry over this? The answer is yes. <laughs> they're, they're sipping on tea and Ira says, you know, he says something wise and says you should pursue the the, the life of the masseur. And um, he and the guy says, no one's ever believed in me and I really like this. I don't know. Ah, they are just throwing some 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 truth right it now. Was okay. Very- I, I mean, it was a very, like, small moment in the story, but, I mean, it's so accurate. It's, like, Truly. lack of community yeah. and lack of, like, support is why people, like, you know, Turn to fall a down those, <laughs> well, yeah, like, fall down those, like, wrong paths or whatever. Right. Yeah. And he says, he says, you know what, it's always good to believe in yourself, but sometimes a little belief from others can just be as, or can be just as helpful. So, oh, I'm so fucking cares. I believe in you, Camille. <laughs> I don't know. Too, I don't know. Me too. I don't know about what, but <laughs> I believe in all of you. I believe in your ability to keep living. Okay. So, <laughs> um, also, this apparently I don't recall this, but this echoes the wisdom he gave Toph when they had their meeting. Really? I guess it's just about like needing others. I suppose. I don't know. That's what it says on the Avatar working. Um, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I mean, like, that. the toss meeting was Sometimes about, like, wrong. accepting help from others. Avatar I Wiki. I mean, kind of... There's, there's a bit of a connect there. Whatever. I, I will always yet. spit in Anyways. my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. What is going I don't on? Know. It's been a Do rough you sneeze when you're morning, hungover? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Iroh comes to a hill with a large tree. And, you know, he sets up some materials. He puts, like, a couple rocks together. He pulls out the basket that he had purchased earlier. We realize that this is, in fact, a memorial for Luten's birthday, who is Iroh's only son, who, of course, died in the siege of Bossing Se. 
And he puts out a picture of Luten and he lights two incense stickies using a fire pellets. <laughs> and he sticks them in a holder and he says, happy birthday, my son. And he says, if only I could have helped you. Fuck. Leave you know. from the fire. <laughs> and then the same song that he sang to the boy earlier about a soldier boy coming home. Is oh man! Fucking and let me tell you what it hits my God. hard the second um, time. He sings I know, it. Yeah. Mako. <clears throat> it's so As beautiful, and that just like bursts into tears uh, and continues singing. And then the episode ends with us all also in tears, or not the episode, the tale. The tale. Um, and then let's add the fact that this episode is dedicated to Mako Iwamatsu. Yeah. Hopefully that's the Pretty pronunciation. Sure. Um, who is Iroh's voice actor, and he yeah. um, passed away after a long battle with cancer. Mm. So that's devastating. Well, we're all depressed. My God, but truly. I think it's it's to me it, it seems really, and I hope it was just as meaningful in real life. But it seems very special to have dedicated that episode to him and to to put that right in the middle of the episode. Loud and bold. Yeah, it wasn't even at the credits. You're right. I mean, it that's actually, like, that's true. Yeah. How yeah. bold. It's like breaking the fourth wall, but it was really yeah. good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I hope. I mean, was. good character. Like, <clears throat> what's the what's the word? Like, origin story? I mean, like, mm. you know, like, we, we see the brief flashes of Iroh before, um, you know, his son dies. And it's like, he obviously is not the same person. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, like... Like he says, like, I wish I could have saved you. It's like his need to constantly give wisdom and advice and to help people is so tied to the fact that he could not save his son. And so when it comes to like Toph and the, and the guy that he helps out with the, with the mugging and Zuko, obviously huge parallel there, but like, it's just like his constant need to like help those that he could not help, you know? Yeah. And it's also interesting how like in this tale, there's like, there's like a clear three uh, generations that Ira helps out. Like he helps out a child, and then he helps out a kid, and then he helps mm. out like an, like kid sized teenager, and then like an adult. You know, what a great point. Oh I didn't God. think about that at yeah. all. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably just heard it from a YouTube video, that. but like I noticed it today. <clears throat> no, that has to be three generations. And then yeah, the soccer players are maybe it's like, like his son thirteen, up. and then yeah, like oh well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. that is, let me tell you what, I mean, those are all those fatherly <laughs> instincts. It's like yeah. when a little baby, like you sing to them, make them feel better. And then the kid, it's like, oh, we'll give some advice. And then the older man, it's like, you're going down a, a path of non-righteousness. I don't know. And then <laughs> yeah. like, oh. This is not your destiny. Oh, so good. Damn, Choose your baby. own destiny. Ugh. Dude, Zuko's arc later in like Loud Guy hit home too. Just right? a lot of things really hit home this time around. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, what a great... Okay, well, leaves from the vine, break my whole heart in half. Yeah, kill me now. Saddest moment in the entire... Maybe not the saddest, but definitely, like, top three. Oh, oh, um, definitely top three. Um, we should rank most m- most moving moments on this show. That would have been such a good thing to do. Yeah. That would have been just fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, True. just different, different categories. We could do it in the end. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be fun, like a finale. Another production meeting. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry to, uh, <laughs> Leave your thoughts um, in the comments comment. below. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're on to the tale of Aang, which, I mean, uh, how fucking pointless. I mean, I guess I, I, guess I would care more. <laughs> I think it's nice. I, I think I would. I think it's, it's kind nice. of fun. And I'm not someone who bashes 
just showing people in, in a day in their life. Like, that's interesting to me. It's interesting to me to think about, like, what's just happening in this world when we're not trying to save the world? I'm all about that. But I don't know. I think the thing that makes so many of these tales so special is the emotional connection with the rest of the series. And it, I think it would have hit home in a, in a totally in, – in, in a significant way if – him helping animals was somehow connected to his loss of Appa, right? Maybe. Like, let me help these I mean, I guess animals attempted... when I can't help my my own animal companion. I mean, I guess that was like what they were attempting to get across. I don't well, think so at all. it was. I it think it was very more... disconnected. No, I think it was more to do with it's like just his role as the avatar. It's like he's the bridge between the spiritual and the and the mortal or whatever. And it's yeah. like, you know, animals are <laughs> you animals, are animals didn't relate to Appa and like in this. No, I'm saying like in this episode, I think it was more just showing how he is like a true like shepherd for not only the people of the world but the animals and just everything that inhabits it. Like he was sure. Saying, I mean, it did that. I don't care, but it did that. You're right. <laughs> So let's just like blow through it, right? So Angsy's a fucking zoo. <laughs> Angsy's like, a zoo. Like blah blah blah. Cabbage man, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. That's the last time we saw him. I mean, my God. Season this is one? the last time we see him though. Did you know that? Shut the fuck this up. This is the last time. Yeah. Huh. It's in the trivia. <laughs> Damn. Um, so yeah, he sees a fucking zoo, which this is pretty honestly depressing. I have not a single fucking Um, note about this. That's how much I hate Aang's story. (sighs) They're just basically, all these animals are miserable in their small cages and it is really sad. I hate seeing a lot of animal abuse in these coming episodes. At least like Um, the zookeeper cares and that he says later, it's just he has no fucking money. Yeah. He's like, I can't get money, but I can't get money if I don't have people, but I can't get people if I don't have money. Did you know, by the way, that um, Appa's episode won some sort of um, – it's not a humanitarian award, but it's like the equivalent of anim- bringing awareness to animal abuse. It won some sort of award like that. Like really? Like PETA or something? <clears throat> what? Like PETA or some shit? Like hmm. it was like somehow – Maybe. Like a I, – I can't remember what it is. In fact, maybe when I get to the wiki, it'll say like that. Like a Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> on the Pulitzer. For what did I say? Pulitzer. <laughs> Close. <laughs> they won the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> um, but nah, they didn't get an Emmy. They got a Schmimmy. A Dundee. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, fuck. Let's just blow through this. So they're at the zoo. Aang is like, God damn it. Apparently the zoo isn't receiving funding from the Daily because it's the zoo isn't popular with the children, which I fucking wonder why. Um, yeah. So it's also gross. And There's nothing sadder the- than like, a, like an underfunded zoo. Ugh. It is like bears oh in like concrete pits. It makes me like, oh my God, it makes my heart break. I wish those animals were released into the lot, unless they're sick and they need help. I mean, that's but normally I what it is. I wish the episode was... Normally, it's okay, like that's what a lot of zoos say it is, but that's true. It might yeah. not be. They could lie. Or in like fact, and that only came into fashion, or when I say into fashion, as in talking about the fact that that's what the zoo is for when like blackfish happened, right? And, yeah. it, and we mm-hmm. were finally realizing why animals in captivity can be fucking bad. <laughs> um. Anyway. Onto the zoo. So. <laughs> okay. Um, Aang is like, they need more room outside the city, blah, blah, blah. There's so much space outside the city, which 
Okay, I guess they're just going to open the walls, right? So Aang says, I'm great with animals. And the every animal is just attacking the the city when he releases them in order to move them. And we do get a wonderful cameo from the cabbage guy, the cabbage man. God bless. Um, the rabbaroo, which is a rabbit and a kangaroo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they, yeah, so the rabbaroo is eating the cabbages, and it's just so sad. Um, so Aang has a clever idea to use his bison whistle, which I think is also significant because we see in a, in a visual shot him blow on the whistle and the whole – the the sound expands to the entirety of the city. So I think that's significant just because we know that if Appa was there, he would have heard that, you know? And perhaps yeah. he's tied up or whatever the fuck in, in Aang's mind. But he would have heard that. Um, so I guess all animals love this whistle thing. Is this a real thing? I guess it, there's a dog whistle, right? Yeah, Those dog exist? whistles. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, so then they all follow him after hearing the whistle, and he uh, rushes them towards the gate, and it opens, and then they're all outside. All the animals are outside of the wall, and Aang traps them once more. Mm. <laughs> I did actually want to um, make a note, though. Like, the one thing I actually noticed in this episode is that this is, like, the first time, and maybe I'm wrong, that we're, like, seeing Aang earthbend like this. Like, he's doing some serious fucking earthbending. And I feel like the last time we saw him do anything like that was, like, like when he was just training with Toph, like, in the beginning of season two. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've seen him earthbending. Some decent earthbending when they were uh, fighting the drill. I mean, I guess it wasn't really bad. Oh, that's true. It wasn't like this. But, like, Jesus Christ, he's This seems pretty serious. Him, like, riding on his uh, air ball and, like, erecting, like, literal walls behind him. Whoa, like, we've gotten serious now. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, okay, one continuity comment. Um, sure. When he's, like, going towards the wall and all the animals are chasing behind him, right, and they open the walls, notice how, like, I don't know if you guys did, but there's, like, nothing for what appears to be, like, a couple of hundred yards, like, between the wall and where the actual, like, village or, like, what's the word? Like, the neighborhoods start. Like, the the buildings start. And I could have sworn that we saw in, like, a couple of episodes where, like, People had built, like, houses up on the wall, On remember? the wall. Maybe, I mean, the city's huge. Maybe it's just a different a part, different of, part of it. I mean, wouldn't you think that, like, the entrance to Bossing Say would be, like, the entrance? Or is it, like, there's I multiple wonder if, ports? I don't even know if they're in there. You think they're at the edge of Bossing Say right now? I don't think they are. Because there are, like, multiple, like, layers of, like, right, of walls. Like, the inner ring, the outer ring. So this is probably, the outer but ring. He's saying, yeah, the outer he's ring. saying, wouldn't you think that there is one entrance to the city as opposed to... Now that I, now that I think about it, there probably is a lot more because there's like the side that's not. close to the sea, and then there's going to be the inland side where obviously the yeah, drill was. Yeah, that right. would be efficient. But um, um, I just thought that was weird. I was like, wait a minute. Like I thought the houses went all the way up against the wall, like all the right. way to the edge of the city, and then we see this shot of like them going through what appears to be like fields to get yeah. to the wall, and I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Um, so. Anyway, yeah, so they're outside. The zoo has been erected. Erected? Erect? Something like that. And, um, yeah, once again, Aang saved the day. Yeah, I don't care about Mr. Fluffy Fluff. I mean, that goes to show how, like, literally all the animals in Boston, he probably, like, fucked up all the animals in Bossing Say. Jesus Christ. 
and all the home animals came out. Like everything went to the zoo. Yeah. That's kind of funny to think about. Yeah. Every fucking animal in Boston. <laughs> like where was Momo? Like where was the yeah, bear? True, true. Yeah, Where's the bear. Oh um, okay, so then that episode ends, and we're moving on. Um, <laughs> the tale of Sokka. Once again, I don't really care about this, but I guess we'll hear uh, it's a little it's funny. Done. Okay. Uh, gonna... I do like the intro <laughs> shot when he like throws the boomerang. Oh, it nice. goes to show that like. His boomerang really is just like second nature. It's not like a like a something that he has to like really train to use. It just is like a fun <clears> thing, I guess. <throat> yeah. Know. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. I would like to note the way that the wiki starts this. It says, In the peaceful city, Sokka is outside his element of war and battle. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Which I guess what? signifies his use Whoa. of the boomerang as a toy. <laughs> Interesting. Damn. Give it more weight than it needs. Um, So he, yeah, Sokka's walking along. He's playing with his boomerang and he comes across what is evidently called the 575 Society, which is a high class. Band of bitches is what they are. It's like a high class woman's book club. Oh my God. An avatar. Hell yeah. Yeah. A haiku class full of beautiful girls. Um, he looks at the window and he's, in, you know, loving the show. And um, he is an ostrich horse is behind him and just like kind of kicks him in. He falls through the window and he says, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Except he doesn't really say that because what he says in turn rhymes or it falls within the parameters of a haiku, which is, yeah, you know what haiku is. Um <laughs> Did you just hear me, like, gasp for life? <laughs> that was really weird. Um, so then the haiku lady teacher, um, you know, is pissed off that a boy is here. And she starts just kind of trying to serve him digs with within the, you know, haiku. within haikus. And so they do like a haiku a battle. battle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's literally so a rap battle. Um, okay, weird, sir. weird, like fish eye lens. I was gonna bro. mention that too. She's like always to be squashed, and it's like this fucking like <laughs> wide lens. It's, it's like fish eye. Shit. Oh god, I was like, <laughs> it is weird. It's super why? anime. Super also, anime. is it just me or did like when I was a kid, I would always like count the syllables when they were talking on my hands. I'd be like one two three four five, one two three four five, and I would like try and like. I don't know. Is that weird? Make like, sure can we talk about yeah. how I know what a haiku is? Not from my high school English class, but from Avatar and the Last Air. Really? <laughs> oh. I would like come up um, on the SAT like a haiku. I'd be like, oh, don't mind me. Like, I know this shit. <laughs> I am not an O. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. So they do a poetry duel. And then eventually after Sokka roasts her and like basically makes her sit the fuck down, he has a whole finale haiku in which he fails and it has one too many syllables. He's kicked out and then he's kicked out on his ass. And here's a here's a fun little moment. I when he got kicked out on his ass, I actually expected him to go, oh, women or girls or something like that. And he actually says, poetry. And I gotta say, I appreciated that. <laughs> I appreciated that. I appreciated that it, oh, the man. end of it was not about like, oh, women are so annoying and tough to deal with. Yeah. It was like poetry strikes again. And <laughs> yeah, I, I liked that. They are really, I feel, they are, I don't know. I, I so, so rarely do I feel like, what am I trying to say? 
it's not femini- feminism, inclusivity. I don't know. The, the, I think the way they handle women on this show is just awesome. Fucking awesome. That is like what I like to fucking see in my content. It's yeah, yeah. fantastic. Okay. From the most misogynistic character, nonetheless. Right. From the person who had to grow in the yeah. first two episodes. Um, <laughs> they they cut that shit down real quick. All right. So let's get to one of my one of my childhood favorite oh, tales, yeah. the tale of Zuko. Oh my oh, god. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I love I love Jin so much. <laughs> oh, normalized girls shooting their shots. Right. What a Dude, queen. This, talk about a big titty litty. She has huge tits. Has anyone ever noticed? No. That's, no, I kind of have. What? But I've always just thought maybe it was like her baggy clothes. Oh no. She no. Just no. fucking Honey, hungry, this is some anime. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They try to make her desirable. It's real. Like, okay, what? so in a in a normal afternoon in the tea house, um, Zuko goes to Iroh and says, I think there's that girl over there in the corner. She comes in here a lot. I think she knows that we're Fire Nation. And Iroh says, <laughs> I've seen her a lot. She does appear to come here all the time. I think she has quite the crush on you. Zuko's horrified, of course. And then the girl comes over. Her name's Jin, apparently. Mm-hmm. Comes over and pays for her tea. And Zuko... <laughs> Takes it very angstily. And (laughs) Jen says, (laughs) and she says, what's your name? And he says, Lee. (laughs) And um, she says, well, um, what the fuck did she say? She asks him out on a date. I don't fucking know what she says. And Iroh says, of course he'd love to come. And she doesn't even ask, like, when he's available or as if he has any. Like, oh, what's no. your schedule? He's like, she's like, I will be here at 7 p.m. sharp tonight. Bye. And then leaves. And Zuko, yeah, so basically that's set up. So later that evening, true to his word, Zuko steps out of the shop and Oh, this is funny. He's wearing I like his little outfit. It's like a it's a fashionable Earth Kingdom outfit, oh new date night outfit. Hair. And his hair, he has like a he looks like Barty Crouch. <laughs> he has a middle part and it's just completely slicked down. Oh, he just needs a little mustache and he'd be complete. Suko with a mustache. Oh, and then Jen comes out and says, Oh, look at you. You look so cute. And ruffles his hair. And Zuko remarks, It took my uncle 10 minutes to do my hair. <laughs> so they head to a restaurant. Why and, uh, is he so socially inept? I'm telling you, so he's like a royal pin. Because like all the girls, he has with one purpose in life. He's one fucking purpose in life, and it just goes to show he literally doesn't know how to care about anything else. And I like that. It is so purposeful. But I feel you don't think that like I guess I guess that's true. Like I mean, you don't think that like he would have some kind of like socialization. Like, like training or like how to like act in like high society or some kind of. I mean, he was banished when he was like 13, right? Isn't Dumb. that the, the time? He gives me the vibes that he never quite fit in and his mom was his friend. And of course mm-hmm. there was Azula and her friend. Like she was able to fit in with people and make friends, but he was never that person. And so of course when he was banished when he was 13, that was out. And he's so traumatized that his whole life revolves around this one thing. And you see in this episode, of course, he's a boy. He There's a pretty girl and he likes girls, clearly. And like he kind of, you know, he entertains the idea of what it would be like to 
just be kind of normal for a moment to give into impulses that are normal for him, you know, instead of his entire life being about capturing the avatar. And I think Mm -hmm. it's great to see that. And it's hard. It's very hard for him. Um, Well, even also like the comment earlier when he's like, I think she thinks we're a fire nation. Like he can't even recognize the difference between someone checking him out and then someone like actively searching him for like a I'm just talking about his literal lack of being able to have a conversation. Like they're at dinner and he just can't. I'm like, do you and Uncle not just talk? I mean, like, <laughs> Jesus, like, no, he doesn't. He sits there sulking, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I think it's good. I Very on brand. Um, I mean, so yeah, people his age dinner. is always attacking. I guess, like the gang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll have friends so soon. Hang in there, Zook. Um. So they're <laughs> having dinner, and yeah. So the girls asking like, "What do you do for fun, Zuko?" and Zuko's like, nothing. And (laughs) the waiter comes over and says, would you and your girlfriend care for dessert? And Zuko, of course, screams in this guy's face and says, she's not my girlfriend. Which is, too, Zook, relax. Zook. (laughs) (laughs) He's my friend. Um, And, (laughs) and, but might I add, this gin girl is not phased by this. Good honor. Um, So, Zuko... What does he say? He, like, comments that she has an appetite for a girl. And that's – she's also not phased by that. We appreciate you, Jin. Yeah. And um, he juggles at some point. I don't fucking know. So, anyways. Oh, I was going to say, though, the first thing I noticed when he juggled, it's like he breaks all the vases and no one bats an eye. Like, if I was in the – like, working in that restaurant and, like, a customer, like, broke, like, three of, like, the vases, like, I'd be like, bro, what? I feel like there's probably so much bending happening around people all the time that it's like something breaks and it's like. (laughs) So I guess, um. So then she says, "Oh, hey, I want to take you to my favorite spot in the city," and they go to her favorite spot in the city, which is a fountain that's usually lit by. Or it has, like, tons of little, like, candle lights all around lanterns. it. Lanterns. But lanterns. Thanks. <laughs> these little these little things. It's like, um, they're these things that they people mache and they have fire inside of them. You see, and they provide light. <laughs> Bring me the lamp. candles. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and she is super disappointed because they, whoever's in charge did not light the lanterns this evening. And... Zuko notices her disappointment and says, close your eyes and don't fucking pee because this, this is could so be fucking really reckless. bad. Right? This is so reckless. reckless. So reckless. And how did she, like, how did she not figure that out either? In front time? of like, God and everyone. I mean, there could have been anyone in any of, the, watching, like, any of those buildings around them. The Dai Li. I mean, for Christ's sake. It is maybe this show that she did kind of suspect and she doesn't care. Um, so, yeah. So... So he lights them with his fire bending, and the girl looks around. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. It's so great. And then she kind of leans in to give him a kiss. And, of course, 11-year-old Camille is like, ah! <laughs> that's me. Um, but then Zuko ruins it by holding up a coupon for free tea and saying that uncle thinks you're our most valuable customer. And I'm like, well, how about she dates Iroh then? Because Zuko <laughs> But then she turns this horrible moment into a good one by just, I mean, God, does she have balls? I appreciate it. She, oh God, I'm choking again. She kisses him. And after Zuko kind of pulls away, suddenly he comes back in. 
he goes in for the second kiss. And, but then he breaks away because he overthinks it and freaks out. And the girl's like, what's wrong? And he says, it's complicated. And classic. What the fuck does that mean? Right? What does that even mean? I mean, we know I mean, what it means. May. Yeah. No, there's no May yet. I don't, I don't no know. May Maybe he, ha- he has dormant feelings for May, but I think it's just Oh, that's like, what I've always interpreted it as. No. Oh, even, no. They're not even a thing what? yet. No, it's complicated because he doesn't really get with can... May until he like goes back after like saving day with Azula, yeah. and then like he goes yeah. back to. But it's remember the flashbacks? Cause... Like, there's always been like something. Oh, yeah, that's but we like notice May paying attention to him, not him paying attention to her. Yeah, I guess. No, it's complicated. Refers to the fact that how can he, you know, mess with frivolity when he doesn't when he's not part of his purpose at the moment, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Zuku comes back into the apartment, he's pissy-wissy, <laughs> and Iroh says, oh, how did it go? And Zuko slams his bedroom door, and Iroh looks kind of disappointed. But then Zuko opens his door, just, just a smidgen, and says, it was nice. It was nice. And then Iroh smiles, and that's the end of the tale. Good one. I enjoy that one. Adorable. Okay, moving on to the final tale of this episode. <laughs> it's like a whole season is in this episode. <laughs> Truly. Um, really? It feels From like Momo? it. We've just been talking oh, about it. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, I could, Taylor. <laughs> I could skip this whole one. I could skip this whole one. This is a dumb one, too. I also am not. I like the last moment of Momo's, but okay, let's move through it. So Momo is having a dream that he and Appa are eating some sort of fruit thing in a tree. Yum. And this is kind of cool. Um, Appa starts to... <laughs> I was literally going to say meow. <laughs> Appa starts to <laughs> moo or make whatever moo noise he makes. Yeah, he's a yeah. buffalo bison. And um, the, the, roar. The, what do they say? They're like the, oh, the, wind, the wind buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty fucking oh. funny. Um, but he... Oh, wait. I'm so sorry, guys. We got to pause. We never talked about our cup of cannon. Oh, well, let's do it now. Okay, get into it. We'll just do it right fucking now. (laughs) So do it right fucking now. Pause my asshole. We're doing this now. All right, Taylor, what's our... So sorry. Usually it's my job, and usually I'm actually sipping it the whole time, but today I am painfully hungover. I'm violently hungover. (laughs) So I fucking forgot and missed the moment. But here she is. Here she is. Our cup of cannon for today is a haiku highball. Hootie hoo. (laughs) Yes. So back when we were talking about the haiku bitches and the fancy lady yeah. tale, yeah, was it like that you chose the up, most but... insignificant moment. Like we we didn't care, we cared so little about that moment that we breezed through it and forgot about the cup of cannon. <laughs> <laughs> we love alliteration. Hey. Yeah. We just love alliteration. That's yeah. really all it That's is. Haiku highball. So highball is literally just a whiskey ginger. Yep. In a high in a tall glass on ice. A whiskey gin like ginger beer. Ginger, ginger ale. ale. Oh, I don't think I knew yeah. that. I didn't know. I've never whiskey had ginger. Ball. Yeah, it's a highball. I didn't know that. Oh. I prefer whiskey sour. So fucking stupid. It's like a vodka cranberry. We'll have like a ridiculous like. It's called a cardinal, and it's like it's a vodka it's a cran- cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's some shit you find like the Louisville. Yeah. What's the oh my what's God. um? Or it's like the it's vodka like, grape juice. And I'm like, you mean <laughs> you mean champagne and cran? Like yeah. I have a poinsettia. What's what's the or yeah, like a screwdriver's vodka orange juice. And then vodka what's juice. vodka and grapefruit juice? Up. Is like a is it a greyhound? Is that what that's called? I think it's a greyhound yes, if yes. there's salt on the rim. Ew, 
gross. Or no, that's a salty dog. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, because get it? Like, it's a greyhound is a dog, and so it's a salty dog. Kill me, Dad. Okay. Um, thank you for the cup of cannon. I'm glad none of us are drinking it. I mean, I would be vomiting right now. I'm having like a little truly in a in a rocks glass about that. No, you're not. You're not 21. Oh, right. Totally. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Come for me. I dare you. Come for me. Granny's going to notify the police. I'm drinking a undisclosed electrolyte beverage. Mm. Mm. That in no way sponsors this podcast. I'm having water. I finished my coffee. Thank God. Okay. All right. Anyways, Momo. Momo. Uh, Momo's yeah, lost so Momo. Days. So Appa's meowing turns into a thunderclap or something, and Momo wakes up from his dream, and we realize that the thunderclap is an actual literal clap of thunder. <clears throat> and then he, so he's like hanging out in Sokka's bag, and he finds a tuft of Appa's hair, and he smells it, and he realizes it's Appa's fur. And then he sees an Appa-like shadow um, on the ground, and he wraps the fur on his arm and he runs after the cloud or the shadow and then he realizes it's just a cloud um and then he sees something kind of similar and he's like oh my god what's that what's that it's appa and then it's a cherry tree a white tree with horns you mentioned momo's arms his arms are so fucking weird i didn't pay attention to them until this episode they're weird they don't he's just a weird creature he's a weird animal he's like a bat plus a lemur like nothing makes sense about his anatomy he needs to have like little, almost like arms like this, but instead he has like these giant like fucking arms. like tarantula yeah. like arms <laughs> and like full fucking hands. Yeah. You're just like, oh, Momo. <laughs> I've never been a Momo stan. You guys know this. I think Momo's annoying yeah. and a dumb. <laughs> he's dumb. A dumb dumb. Oh, no. He's a dumb dumb. And it's clear. I think he's a necessary sidekick. I think you well, need I'm glad like, you a feel little that way. Furry I love Appa. to like sit on his shoulder. Appa is smart, Appa is with it. Momo is just Oh my god when they're when they're performing in yeah. the in the square in yeah, later in this monkeys. episode. Yeah. Continue. So Momo, you know, keeps looking for him and he soon sees these like weird I don't what are they? Like Pumas? Um and they're uh, and they and they chase yeah. him because he they're you know they want to eat him and Momo flies or runs off and the cats, you know, they take them down until they are trapped um oh wait sorry just kidding <laughs> this is so pointless so yeah momo they're, they're <laughs> people and they they become like dancing monkeys for a moment and some dude takes momo and puts him in a hat and then he's with the monkeys, and then, you know, they start dancing. It's great. Stupid fucking pointless No one cares. About Momo, like, no one cares. The, no yeah, one the cares. Cats, and then, then he finds Appa's paw print in the ground. Is there literally anything? Like, <laughs> I mean, I had, one, I had one comment. I thought it was interesting when, like, Momo is trying to, like, understand the butchers. And it's like, oh, it's they're cute. very clearly, like, speaking, but he can't understand them. And yeah. it's like, from the perspective of the animal. Yeah. Flashback to season one with the, no, Momo, water. We need water. I'm literally yeah. reading through this whole thing, and there is nothing worth discussing. Basically, there's a butcher. Yeah, no, it's all, <laughs> there's it's all something garbage. happens, oh. and then, yeah. He's just chased, and then Another he... comment. Um, whenever we see, like, something, like, from Momo's perspective, isn't it through, like, that fisheye mm -hmm. lens, right? Yeah. Again, mm -hmm. interesting. I think that... 
it's like a common thing to like you know do things from like the perspective of the animal like in a story or whatever mm-hmm. like especially animated cartoons um i thought it would have been really interesting if they had in the same way that they like depicted him trying to understand the way that humans speak if we had seen it from his perspective in black and white because animals can't see color a lot of animals see like in like a black and white or like they're red green color some, blind. yeah some animals can see color it's just like a certain you um, it's like i guess you. they chose green because his eyes are green so it's more like yeah that it's like from his you should look that up I, yeah. i've watched videos before where it shows you like the same image through different kinds of animals eyes so some yeah, some yeah. of them just have like a different color palette that they see. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like it's a reason that like tigers are like orange, even though they're in the jungle. It's because like deer are red green colorblind. Yeah. So like the orangey brown oh. of the tiger looks the same color as the as yeah, the it's forest. Very hard to like, because wouldn't you think like it, like we can very clearly see the tigers in the jungle? Like, yeah. why would they be orange? It doesn't make like sense like from like a Darwinian kind of perspective. Yeah. But it's because the deer can't tell. Interesting. Boom. <laughs> so I would like and to that's state all what tiger <laughs> rar <laughs> Carol Baskins <laughs> pulling out. <laughs> Taylor has been whacked and Um. Yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Yeehaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I would okay, like to say that the final trivia fact on the wiki of this episode is that this is the only episode that Team Avatar is seen enjoying their time in Bossing Say. <laughs> that's funny. Well, so there's that. All right, then. All right. So and any final comments? now to our comments? absolute favorite episode. Oh, fuck. There we okay. I don't know. Final thoughts on Bo- Tales of Bossing Say is like I think they're cute. It's like whatever. I always <laughs> didn't really care for this episode very much. I just it like Iroh makes me cry. Yeah. Everything else is stupid. Yeah. I like, wouldn't I wouldn't seek like, this episode out. But whenever no. I'm showing this to someone, as in the one time I've ever showed this to someone, I longed for this episode. I was like, I can't wait for him to sob. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He found oh. Momo's episode sadder than Iroh's, and I was like, "You're fucking heartless." We have to wake up. <laughs> I wonder what like the thought process was putting this so close to Office Lost Days. It's like very, like back to back. Like it's just like two yeah, really weird t- episodes mm-hmm. to be so like back the narrative doesn't really yeah. continue. But maybe that's yeah, the point. Yeah. Like, that's the point. You of- just gotta come along for the ride. You know, let's 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 blaze through Office episode two. Unless everyone is like, "This is the best episode." So I mean, I have no. comments. I guess we're but... kind of thrown back in time to we we know that Op has been flying around, you know, for a long time, um, and we see. And to be exact, we the flashback says four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. it took him a month to get to Boston. Say on foot. Think about that. Yeah, crazy. Wild. Yeah, think about that. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're flashing back to, um, you know, when we see the sandbenders take Appa. Um, he's being captured, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Appa's taken away and, um, you know, his saddle is looked through for valuables and they can't find anything except for Sokka's club. And, um, Appa tries to fight again and the sand sailor people. This is funny to me. They like, oh wait, is it this part yet? Oh, sorry. It's not that part yet. Sorry. My bad. So anyways, he's just taken again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I did notice something that was kind of interesting when, like, Oppa was, like, trying to fly away in the crate. The, like, the bug, the merchants with the bug hats were, like, oh use the God. sheer shoe spit darts. That's where I thought we were. 
Okay, yeah, um, which is really sorry. funny because the guy's like, we gotta use the sheer shoes, spit darts, and then like pulls this thing out and like holds it at arm's length like it's like fucking like what's Arthur's sword Excalibur yeah yeah <laughs> and then also oh says alright big boy you're about to take a little snoozle <laughs> <laughs> the character acting in this there was also a really funny acting moment with like a, a guy in a circus that i'll mention later it was just very extreme like you were saying it's too much the beetle i love it when they're like they make the comment about the beetle headed merchants and yeah. then it cuts to them and they literally have like those <laughs> the beetle giant head. beetle hats yeah so they buy them and blah 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 uh is taken down um Cheer-choo. ooh, and then we hear that like oppa might be sold for parts Ooh, that is disturbing. Well, not he's. It's not like he's gonna get split up. Does this make sense that the shoe shoe dart would take him down that fast? (laughs) What are you talking about? That That is exactly what that means. You sell Appa for like his horns or like his. What do you no, think? No, I interpreted it as like parts for their like ships or like like they're they're gonna sell them for parts for their stuff. Not, they would say, like, they're going to sell his parts, not four parts. Oh, I thought it was his parts. I, don't I thought think it was so. like, they're like, uh, we'll sell his fur to one person and then his horns to the other. Yeah, and then his teeth that was my. Else. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe not. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. I, heard, I guess that I is a good point. You wouldn't say four Maybe that's a little parts. dark for a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. It did win the Nobel Peace Prize, so. <laughs> maybe they went there guys <laughs> oh my god okay wait it doesn't make sense that the sheer shoe dart would take him down so fast he literally got into a fight with the sheer shoe and that thing maybe hit him that like thing goes into his bloodstream it. quicker than the maybe you could argue that than the tongue the slippery tongue <laughs> what's going on over there <laughs> zoop Okay. I'm Zoom. sorry, what? <laughs> so Alpha Zoom wakes Zoom. up inside a cage, and all around him are also animals in cages, and they look very sad and depressed, and a firebender comes to him, and um, he's an animal. Quick pause. Is this Ty Lee's circus? Oh! There's only one circus Gee. in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it occurred that to would, me, and I was like. It would be cool if we saw one of her twins or something with a different hairstyle. That would have been a nice touch. Yeah. No, she's like, the circus freak. She's the only one who ran off. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. You're right, you're right. But I wish. Well, we've already seen, I'm sorry, my Well, because we've already seen the episode where Zula goes to the circus with Ty Lee, and so I'm like, mm. oh, that would have been such a good continuity if, like, we had seen, like, the same. Like ringleader or something, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. There's only one. Perhaps so. it was. I don't remember what the ringleader looks like in that one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's an animal tamer and he's just a fucking, he is Lucifer. Um, he begins to feed the other animals, except for Appa, and he says, you're going to have to learn how to earn your food. And he takes a lion vulture out of its cage and shows Appa that when you perform well, you get food. But um, Appa doesn't have time for this shit. <laughs> he fucking begins, like, airbending cabbages into his mouth, basically. But then the tamer is, of course, very upset. And then he threatens Appa by putting a wall of fire around him. And that is sad. So we start to see that Appa... It's beginning to be. What am I saying? He's becoming deathly afraid of fire, right? Yeah. And I think so, that's, that's also interesting because, like, obviously the first connection from hating fire so much is because the Fire Nation is always attacking them. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, it'd be kind of cool if there was also like an like another reason why he hates fire so much. I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess like that the, makes sense already. Like enough. Clegane, like the Hound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You want Oppa to have like a big fucking scar on his like? I'm like, give me a backstory of when he was a What would you call a baby buffalo? You gave it. Come again. Oppa is the hound. Oppa the hound. Off of the hound. Oh my god, I lived for Clegane Bowl. I mean, my god. Oh I loved my Aria god. With him. I hated Clegane Bowl. Fucking what? that whole. Wait, we're ref- are we referring to the him final the showdown? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was fucking. It was well, just so like we all expected bullshit. it. It was just. Oh, it was just terrible. That's why I fucking lived for it. I mean, the second they two saw each other, we were like, oh! The whole bar went crazy! Yes! Oh my god, it was like that. Oh, that was a fun Oh, also fun note, I always thought the cabbages in this episode, like, looked extra scrumptious for some reason. Agreed. Maybe it's just because Alpha was so hungry and they always made him salivate, and I was like, damn, these look like really nice, like, bacon, big, like, Brussels sprouts. Cabbage man looking kind of hot. Oh, God. I'm hungies. <laughs> we are unwell today. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So that night, the circus um, is performing. And um, Appa tries. He's in his cage still. And he tries to get some hay out of that bad boy. What? He tries to pull some hay out <laughs> <laughs> he tries to air bend some hay towards him, but it's a very big stack, and I guess it's difficult. This doesn't make maybe he's weak. Maybe he's weak. And a boy who dun 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 looks just like Aang, but with hair, looks like season three Aang, um, comes in and he's like, ooh, and he pushes the bait or the bait, the hay towards him. <laughs> and his dad comes around, the boy's dad, and he's like, I gotta get some sizzle crisps and blah, 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 blah. So... They're called Doritos. So the main, the main... Circus leader dude comes to the animal tamer, Oppa's tamer, and says, I can't wait to see the one the wind buffalo perform tonight. And the tamer says he's not ready, he's not trained, it could be too risky. And the guy's like, I don't give a fuck. And so Oppa's performing tonight. We are doing this. And little Aang is watching and he's like, uh oh. Also pretty sure during the show little Aang has the same voice actor. I was about to say the same thing. He kind of just like makes his voice a little higher pitch rather yeah. than that. It's like pretty much the yeah. same. It's the same guy. Yeah. Like, we woman. see you. <laughs> you can't woman. pull one over on us. I'll tell you what, nothing but the sharpest pencils in the pack over here. Did you just imply that Aang is voiced by a woman? Oh my Isn't god. He? No, he's not. Isn't he? Timmy Turner like is. And that's Maybe I'm why you're projecting that. from the from the, the, the fire. Ember Island the players. Ember Island oh players. I mean, that does happen a lot, though. I'm pretty Timmy Turner is voiced by Tara Strong. So, yeah. like, yeah. that's long cartoons. Yeah, that's, whatever. So, that night of the show, um, Appa, oh man, this is sad. He's like dressed in just this crazy costume. Oh, did you already and, like, sleep over Appa's little on. dream that he had when he was sleeping? It might be later, actually. Never mind. Um, with Aang, it's later. I it's think later. it's yeah. later. It would be in the wiki. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's all dressed in this like silly like like Chinese dragon <sighs> thing, and it's just sad. And the crowd laughs at him when he they see him, and they are you know flummoxed when he actually flies into the air. They're like, "Wow, we've never seen something like this before!" And the animal tamer is whipping him with that 
fire flame thing. And Appa flies up, and he's going through the hoops, but then he gets kind of burnt on one, and he starts freaking out, and then Appa takes one of the hoops down and it slams into the animal tamer kind of knocking him out and and little little boy Aang says fly you know whatever whatever he says escape my guy and Appa flees essentially and then the little boy Aang is smiling fondly as it's so sad how they they kept the touch of him having his chains on still like, they didn't have to do that, but, like, he, Appa had oh, his chains yeah. on until, like, he sees Suki and everyone. Like, that's just such a sad little touch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, though. How would they have justified, like, him getting out of them? Yeah. Like, they broke yeah. off with the outfit when he, like, flew out of the tent? That doesn't right. mean yeah. it's chains. Yeah. Well, Appa flies back to the library, and he finds that it's totally buried. Buried? Buried? What? Buried. Which is so fucked up, because, like, obviously he would then think, like, oh, my God, they're dead. <laughs> like they are gone. Yikes. Gone. I have nobody now. That's true. That is true. Um, he tries to dig it out, but you know, of course, it doesn't work. And so he's hungry, and he goes into the desert to find some food. And there's an egg, but then this little like anthropomorphic lizard like runs away. Spirals of the So weird. And then um, Appa finds a cactus, and it you know. Gorges on it, and then of course is. Oh, I hate when he like yells. Yeah, he's attacked <laughs> by unwell. the thorns. Um, so sad. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> <That's awful. Jesus>. so <laughs> off, flies off again, and then he um goes to. We're seeing all the things we've seen, right? We we dealt with the cacti. We did not deal with lizard men, um, <laughs> but then we go to the we buzzard the wasp nest. Yeah. <laughs> And he goes in and tries to eat some of the, like, you know, the sap, whatever that we decided that was. And then he flies away because the wasps are attacking him. And he pushes him to the ground with his air bending. And then, oh, it's honey, says Wiki. Yeah, that's kind of it's like honey. hot. It's like a hive. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was like goo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not honey. It wasn't sweet when I when, uh, Sokka ate it. Well, it imitates yeah, honey like, because oh. of the hive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. They're like wasps. But it cultures. ain't good. Oh, yeah, whatever they're shitting out is not honey. Um, so it's not honey, then- honey. <laughs> <laughs> so Appa finds a farm and he goes to the barn and has a little lapse of water and a little hay, and he falls asleep. And when he's asleep, he has a dream about the first time he meets Aang, and there are a bunch of you know young child airbenders who are being told by a female we're seeing a female airbender hey oh um yeah. who says choose choose wisely who you're gonna choose a bison a baby bison and choose wisely because they're your companion for life and so appa lands they're so cute by the way all the baby bison oh my goodness the baby bison i want a baby and they, bison they come he comes up with a little apple and Appa eats it and Hank's like, ha ha. <laughs> not, not that great. I actually like, teared up and this. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with so me? So cute. Bro, same. Um, and then, you know, Ang or Appa pushes him to the ground and licks him and he's like, oh, that must mean that we're bonded forever. And then we see that Aang during the serpent's past was ah! also having the same dream and is like laughing and hugging Appa in his sleep. And I just, Dead. I, um, I was like, what the fuck? And then 
horrifically, Appa is awoken by a farmer who thinks he's a monster and is, like, threatening him with a pitchfork. Yeah, it's awful. And then, ooh, the man's wife comes in with a torch. And, of course, Appa's terrified of fire now. And so he freaks out and damages the barn and flies off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes over the serpent's pass, which is ironic. Um, and then Iroh sees him in the sky and Zuko wakes up. And he goes, oh. Zuko wakes up because Iroh literally goes, Oh. <laughs> Zuko is like, Uncle, what's up, my man? And I was like, Oh, nothing, nothing at all. So, did you we know, see we're this, seeing that. Did we see this moment in that episode no. when they were on the boat? We no. didn't. Okay, Mm-mm. sorry. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. Really cool. So, that's a good character moment because we see that Iroh is purposefully not telling Zuko yep. when the Avatar could be near. Um, so, Appa keeps flying and he goes to a forest and he lands in this kind of. It almost looks like a temple, like a like a abandoned temple or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the entrance and this oh, it's a porcupine, a boar and a porcupine. Oh, duh. That is so uh, funny. It comes charging out and attacks him. Have I ever told you about my boar story in Hawaii what recently? The fuck. Y'all, this is a good story. Are you ready? Me, Megan, and Claire, we're like hiking in this – no one else is around us. We're hiking in this kind of remote park. And I don't know if you know anything really about boars, but they're plentiful in Hawaii. They're aggressive. And yeah. They're very aggressive. They'll fucking attack you, you. They will come for you. And one of the things about – like if you were to see – you know, there are animals where it's like you have to behave appropriately should you come across them. Some animals you run from, some you don't. Some you pretend to be bigger than them and scare them. Others you back away slowly. Blah, blah, blah. One of the number one things I later look up about uh, should you come across a boar is you do not run from that thing, especially a mother if there are babies around because it will fucking come after you. So we're <laughs> going down a path, going down a path, and Claire goes, guys, what is that? And I mean – probably a good like several yards away we start to see these like little figures and i immediately can tell i think it's a cat or something like that because i thought i saw kind of a tail on it um and it seemed to be like a a cat and then very slowly we started to realize that they were little babies and i was like uh that ain't good if it's a mama of something and so i'm about to tell them Okay, let's slowly back away. And Claire runs faster than I've ever seen anyone run in my life. And I was like, no. And so then I outrun them because I'm not going to be the last one if we're running. Luckily, they did not, did not come past him. But then we started looking up what could have been in the area, and we were confident that it would it was a boar. Yeah, I believe it. That so you saw – did you actually see the mom or did you just see the little ones? No, we saw – there was a mom. There was a distinct oh, wow. bigger Yikes. one, which we saw first, and then we began to see the little ones all around oh, it. Oh, shit. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been the end of our days. And then Bro. I saw those eels. Yo, we were – That's crazy. No, in Texas, it's like, it. a, it's like an epidemic in Texas. Ooh. They, like, literally will, like, wreak havoc and, like, attack people. Like, in broad daylight. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh it's really crazy. Like, there's all kinds of, like – Hunting laws in Texas, but that's the one thing. It's like kill a boar or whatever. We don't give a shit. Like they will literally yeah. fly helicopters through Texas and shoot the boars from the helicopter. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's really so crazy. Really sad because they're just like. But they're just overpopulated. They're overpopulated yeah. and they ruin shit. And they like they like. Well, dig- maybe we should unpopulate Americans. <laughs> 
It's the LA in her. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. I just, it makes me sad. Don't kill them. Okay, anyway, so Op is attacked by one of these hostile boars. And he, they kind of like take a tumble down the hill, and Oppa kind of wins, I guess. And he's, he has several quills stuck in him. I do and love so the wide would, shots when they're fighting, though, of, like, you see, like, the birds, like, fly out yeah. from the trees. Like, it just kind of mm. goes to show, like, how big these animals are. Oh, my God. When yeah. Appa slings him through the forest and it, like, creates that, like... Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, the, like, the smoke Trench. effect. Or yeah. dust. Very anime. Yeah, very. <laughs> so he... Um, yeah, what are the boar gods called in Princess Mononoke? <laughs> That's what we should have said. He, he <gasps> wrestled with a boar god. Oh, my God. Um, porcupine. So... Borky Pine. Um, so he goes back to the little temple thing. It's not a temple. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just like a ruin. It's a garage. And sleeps in it. It's a garage. <laughs> it's <like> a garage. <laughs> and the next day, the, we see the dun-dun-dun Kiyoshi Warriors out about picking some berries. Picking I some love berries. how they have their own little music intro. It's cute. You hear that? It's like, yeah. oh, we're back at yeah. the Kiyoshi Islands. It's like, yeah. Kiyoshi Island. It's really cute. Um, and then they start to see these like clumps of white fur. And I like this because... No, I don't like this. Now that I'm thinking more about it, because I was about to say Suki's ridden on Appa, so she would notice his fur up close, but she has not done that. So, okay, it's not as good of a recognition as I thought it was. Um, So Suki sees Appa's fur and finds him asleep, and she brings him some fruit and says, don't worry, I'll come back for you with help. And so they all, basically they go to Appa and help him and clean him up, and then, dun, dun, dun. Azula, May, and Tylee come to the scene, and they are on those lizards again. And honestly, the only reason I liked this episode growing up is because we got an Azula moment. (laughs) Um, You know me. Um, So they're there. They decide that any friend of an avatar is an enemy of mine. Can we talk about the continuity of her finding Appa again because of his fur? Because of his hair. Fur. Really good. That's good. I don't think I I really realized it until this time watching it, that it was like, that is the reason that she found him again again yeah. from the fur and she makes Just the comment she's like okay. holding the fur and she's like it's really a mirror it's really astounding my brother hasn't found you yet like <laughs> <laughs> she's like i mean what are we and doing like you're literally just leaving a trail wherever you go <laughs> <laughs> well they have a big fight and this is kind of sad oppa is flies away but then he sees them all being all the kiyoshi warriors kind of hashtag struggling they are not doing well and um he comes back and suki scares him away with fire to make sure that he gets away Ah! so So i will say though iconic line moment when azula was like don't you know that fans just make flames stronger Period. Um. So yeah. So Appa um, escapes, flies, flies away. Where the fuck am I? We get okay, a quick yeah, so scene of their dad. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Literally, he, everyone sees Appa. Which we don't know who he is yet. We've never seen their dad, have we? Oh wait, wait we have one for like flashbacks. Okay, never mind. So it's like Sokka's dad. Um, and then he goes back to the Eastern Air Temple. Because um, he's remembering his early days when it was him and Aang. Um, and then, ooh, who do we have here but Guru Pati. Yes. Who apparently, like, hangs out at the Eastern Air Temple. And um, he says, oh, you know what? I was not expecting you. I thought you were going to have a certain someone else along with you. And then he realizes that Op has been hashtag through it and he's growling at him. And so they just kind of, like, lay there next to each other all night <laughs> until Op yeah. because, becomes trustful of him. And then once he eventually is, Appa 
comes to him and he gives he he ties a little note onto Appa's horn and says I have a message for Aang and then says that I can read energy and if you allow me to read your own energy I can find out where Aang is just so introducing energy it's bending, a pullback right? to the um, to the swamp to the swamp exactly mm-hmm. it's like we are all connected but see there, there's that oh, whole debate again is that yeah, is it right. even energy bending no. because like I don't know I've, I've I've always like when it comes to the finale especially like when it comes to like whole it's like some people argue that like the lion turtle taught Aang energy bending. I kind of like to believe he they he just kind of taught how to like block off like, chakras and this stuff. This is like quantum it's entanglement. Different. This is different. This is like a literal theory that like I mean mm. it's it's like religious and spiritual and whatever. But he but literally it, says I can read energy. I people argue yeah. that this is energy bending. Yeah, uh, I guess. Not that he's similar bending to it. He's, just, he's just like Cora. tapping into it. He's just like witnessing it. But you know how in Korra she can, like, bend spirits? Like, that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's true. energy bending, too. I guess they do kind of confirm it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so <laughs> the next morning, yeah, so Appa flies off headed towards Ba Sing Se because the guru says he's in Ba Sing Se. Also, love how Appa knows, like, directionally knows where everything is. <laughs> true. Got that built-in fucking compass. Which, yeah. by the way, did, did you notice that we get a lot of shots from Appa's perspective and we can understand the humans in English? I think he is... I think he can genuinely understand. I think, he's, I think he can too. I We've talked about is. this. We talked about this yeah. in one of the first episodes. How about yeah. how um, um, Avatar Roku's dragon, like, is in the spiritual, mm-hmm. is in the spirit world, right? And how mm-hmm. like the connection between the Avatar and their spirit, like animal guide yeah. or whatever, is like more than like a normal animal. And Appa is probably yeah. sentient in a it, to some capacity. Right. Yeah, that's why I like Just like the dragon. Momo's out here like dur, 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 with like the, you know, human noises. Yeah. So Appa's flying towards Bossing Se and we see that Daily agents are kind of like up in the rooftop spying on him and he hears, he's hearing the um, whistle but then we get a shot of Aang who's asleep with the whistle next to him so he cannot be blown in the whistle. What so if the last we just got like see... a shot in like the last episode, like long shot where Appa just like speaks a sentence? <laughs> 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 what if Appa's the one who like comes like to Aang shot. and says, like, "I know yeah. how to defeat the Fire Lord," and gives him the ability? Like, what if to there was just one shot where he was just like, "Aang, it's time." And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I forget oh, who was the one. I want to know that voice actor who actually like played in the Daydreams and Nightmares episode when Appa and Momo oh, start talking. Oh, my God. That so funny. That is so funny. I oh, forgot about that. Um, so Appa lands, yeah. and we see that he, like, makes a footprint in what, like, unhardened concrete you know wet concrete and we see that long fey oh i thought because it then hardens later and it can't be removed you're telling me that same footprint is there like four days later when momo's there it's mud and then it like dries hardens Hardens? okay um and then (laughs) i mean why is that weird that's not weird no it's not um but then we see that the person blowing on the whistle is Long Fei, and it, Appa realizes it too and tries to get away, but not before Long Fei does a little uh, 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 earthbending style, makes the ground flip over, and they go underneath the ground. And that's the last Did you say wow. Long Fei or Long Fang? Long f- Fang? I don't fucking know you what to Sorry. Oh, ah, crucify me. <laughs> <laughs> it's making it a little hard to pay attention to what you're saying. When you're, when you're fucking brutalizing these names. Um, 
done. Honestly, the attention to continuity in this episode, I mean, just Truly. chef's kiss. I mean, at every point, it's like, hey, remember that? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? That was a thing from that episode. I remember that before the stock market came crashing oh down. Oh, my God. I'm... I'm Quoting specifically the SNL skit where she's like, Liza Minnelli oh, tries to turn off the light. Honey, we're gonna miss cats. <laughs> Kickball change. Remember that? <laughs> I love Kristen. <laughs> God, we are 60 years old. Truly. Um, like, we... As a millennial, I guess you're actually the only millennial, but like as I'm young folk, we think the Liza Minnelli sketch is funny. I guarantee <laughs> you go to anyone else your age and they don't know who the fuck Liza Minnelli is. Truly. All right, moving on. The Tales of Bob. I know. Lake Lao Guy. Okay, so this episode begins with everyone in the house. Well, Sock is in the house. He's trying to draw pictures of Bapa, LOL, for posters. And. <laughs> According to Wiki, the Avatar and Katara burst in with a professional poster saying, we found someone to print posters of uh, Appa and Sokka says, but I made, I've been working so hard on them and they're making fun of it. And um, Toph says, I think it looks just like him. And that's hilarious. Um, (laughs) So so meanwhile, in Iroh's shop, um, some rich dude comes over and says, oh, my God, so this is the delicious tea we've been hearing so much about and offers Iroh the chance to own and conduct his own tea shop in the upper ring, and he can name it, too, and so they are going to do that. But then Zuko is not enthusiastic about it. He's like, great, best day of my life, and he exits the shop, and then he goes and stands outside, and he sees little posters flying down, and he sees that the Avatar is looking for his bison, so then he climbs up on a rooftop to get a better look to see if he can actually spot Aang. What? I said, I meant like how he climbs a roof. <laughs> like, okay, Zuko. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he can. Jesus Christ, he's only Everyone like a trained. I guess so. Yeah. Everyone in I the mean... series, it's like, can we just get on this roof real quick? <laughs> <laughs> and he Gosh. looks to see if Aang is around, you know, flying on his thingy. And he goes, dun, dun, dun. He gives us a face like he's plotting. Um, so later, Aang comes home, and he's really impatient to see if anyone's going to contact him about Appa. And Katara says, just be patient. And then in a second, someone knocks on the door, and he says, oh, my God, this patience thing really works wonders. <laughs> and so they go. To, he goes to the door, and it's, dun, 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 Judy, the OG you, Judy. <laughs> Not OG, Judy. <laughs> OG Judy. OG Judy. Yikes. They're Ugh. like, girl, what you doing back here? And she says, um, no. I just... <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> and she says, I just, the Earth King was kind enough to send me on a short little vacation to Lake Lao Guy. I'm going to start telling people whenever I go to Arrowhead with my friends, I'm going to be like, I'm going to Lake Lao Guy. <laughs> Sponsored I'm by so the gone. Earth King. Um, Judy's, um, has come to tell the gang that dropping flyers without clearance in the city is illegal and they have to stop immediately. And Aang just busts a fucking vein open in his temple, screaming at her and says, I don't give a fuck about your rules anymore. I'm going to find Appa my own way, way and you can fuck 
off and slams the door in her face. And everyone's Love like, it. ooh. And Sokka says, that might come back to bite us in the butt. But then Toph says, yeah, let's break some rules and destroys Urban's <laughs> and destroys half of their house. That is fucking funny. That made me laugh so hard. I was like, what are you doing? So Damn, that's funny. funny. I loved it. So, I love how like Aang has like this obviously like deserved sense of like I can do whatever I want I'm yeah. the most powerful thing like, like fuck off like it is subliminal it's <laughs> very is... like we're gonna do whatever we want thank you bye and it's like he has that confidence it is long overdue you know. my friends that should have been happening in the third episode if I had the power of the avatar everyone would be my <laughs> bitch <laughs> you'd be cool <laughs> yeah oh god um okay so then we see in a you know side moment that Long Faye is very upset with Judy who has <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? Long Fang. Sorry. Am I just Long Fang? Sorry. Okay. Long Fang. Because long whose fang. name? I'm like, hey, Long Fang. <laughs> so, um, Judy has had her second failure. She can't control Aang. Um, she she says, "Oh, it's not my fault. They don't trust me anymore." And Long Fang calms her down and says, "The Earth King has invited you to Lake Cloud Guy." And we see Judy's eyes dilate. And she says very oh, calmly, I will accept his invitation or whatever the fuck. Ooh. And she and Long Fang says, await further orders. And anyways, he decides that they need to deal with this problem quietly. So back at Iroh's apartment, he is hashtag psyched for the new tea shop and is contemplating names. And Zuko says that. Aang is here, and he's looking for his bison in Bossing Say. And Iroh says, you know what? If you go after Aang, it could totally ruin the lives that we've worked so hard to secure for ourselves here. And Zuko says, what the fuck ever? I want more from life than, like, a nice apartment. Which, fuck you, Zuko. I'd like a nice apartment. And, I that. And... Ser- to serve tea his whole life. He, he needs to reclaim his destiny. And Iroh says, I want you to think about whose destiny this is is this your destiny is this really what you want who is putting this on you and why you know food for thought so then they're back the gang is back in the city setting up more posters Sokka says they can cover more ground if they split up and and Toph come with me and Toph's like what she's so indignant she's like you don't think I can fucking put up posters by myself and she takes glue and smears it on the wall and takes a poster and presses it to the wall and it's completely um, the wrong side. <laughs> the wrong side. It's, it's like the blank side of the poster, and, the and then glue she goes, is everywhere. "It's everywhere," and she goes, "It's upside down, isn't it?" <laughs> um, That's funny. It's like no girl's worse. So then Katara goes off by herself and is approached by none other than Jet, and of course she is a woman scorned. She is oh. out here. <laughs> the blush. She the is blush. embarrassed. She is furious, and I like to know. Katara, I've changed. <laughs> That is like, oh man, that one got me. That is like classic, like abusive Yikes. ex. Like, yeah. I've, I'm, I've changed. I swear. And she's like, uh, uh, bitch. <laughs> she is a model for us all. She comes out here with waves and just attacks him, presses him up against a wall, not in that way, but with ice daggers. And she is like, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. But Jet says, I'm trying to help you. I want to help you find Appa. And everyone else comes and they see Jet as well. And Toph, this is when we start to realize that 
or it is explained to us, um, Toph's whole truth-telling technique, which is she can feel the vibrations of someone's heartbeat and breath in the ground, and that can alert her to whether or not someone is telling the truth or lying because that pattern would change if they're lying. Um, <clears throat> so she says that Toph, or Jet is telling the truth. He really does want to help, and Katara is still distrustful. But, okay, fine. He can come along and help with the search if it means they'll find Abba. So they go to an empty warehouse, and um, Jet says that's where they're holding Abba. And Toph notices a tuft of Abba's fur, and then this old fucking janitor dude comes by and says, Oh, that creature, he, I've been cleaning up his shit for weeks. <laughs> um, but he was just sold off to some rich guy in Whaletail Island. And we I love the continued mention of Whale Tail Island. Island. Never see it. Truly, yeah. I think that's such a good little like note. It's like yeah. it's like a real world building thing, and it's not like it's not foreshadowing anything. It's literally it's just, just a place they never go to, but is mentioned. Yeah, like yeah, it's like, just, well, it is cool. It's, it's fun. It's, it's like a yeah. It's that yeah. It's just like world building. It's like very natural. Yeah, wish we saw it in Korra. It'd be funny. Do we? Maybe we should look that up. Um. So, la la la. So, yeah, so the, the gang looks at the map to see how far away it'll be, and it'll be like a f months before they can get there because it's back near the South yeah. Pole. And, um, and of course, they would take so many, you know, pit stops along the way, knowing Aang, and that will take years to get back to the South Pole. Um, so... Kylie really thought that out, really right across the whole country. Yeah, but they're oh, they're just like, you know what, we're going to do it anyways because that's the most important thing, finding Appa. And dare I say they're right, they need to find Appa. If they can't fly around, they are fucked. There's no finding the Fire Lord, there's no killing him. They need to find Appa. They gots to. Yeah. So. They gots. They gots to. Um, so on their way out of the warehouse, um, Smellerbee and Longshot, dun dun dun, come and they're like, Jet, we've been looking everywhere for you, blah, blah, blah. Or no, you it's been so long since you've been arrested by the Dai Li. And Katara's like, fucking Dai Li. I knew it, bitch. <laughs> and Smeller B says, I, you were arrested by the Dai Li. And Toph is very confused because she realizes, because Jet, of course, is saying, no, 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 I wasn't. What are you talking about? She's crazy. And then um, Toph <laughs> says, you know what? This is so fracking weird, guys, but they're both telling the truth. Sokka. What would they do without Toph? I mean, my literally, God. What, what? Find, like, Lao guy? There is literally... You can't tell me. <laughs> they would be alive without her. So Sokka smartly puts together that the reason Toph thinks they are both telling the truth is because they are. And that would be because Jet has been brainwashed and that and Judy has... And everyone's being brainwashed in Bossing Saved by Long Fei. Fang. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, now I'm gonna call this episode Long Fei. How about that? <laughs> um, also, I think it's so funny. Like after they have revelation, for some reason, all of the characters decide to like get closer to Chet. Stay away from me! And they're like, like, like closing in on him. Like, what it's like a horror movie. I would chill out. <laughs> like that's laugh. what you should do. Make the freaked out person even more freaked out it's ridiculous i wrote in all caps on my notes i wrote stay away from me <laughs> so that night um a daily agent is walking along and then the blue spirit like passes him mm, um here we go. you know we know who the blue spirit is Durr. and um yes. the daily 
agent is offended that someone would knock him aside. And so he runs after him and goes down an alley and sees the, the person standing down there. And he basically kills him, like takes off his head and shit with his earth bending. But then we realize it's a decoy. <laughs> Whatever he's like killed is a decoy. And Zuko comes up behind him quickly and like puts a sword to his throat and says, if you don't want to end up like the dummy or whatever the fuck it is, then you'll do exactly what I say. So some Zuko's hatching that plan, girl. So back in an apartment or whatever, um, all of the kids are holding Jet hostage. <laughs> um, and they think that that old janitor man was trying to lead them on a false lead, you know, with Appa saying that he went to Whale Hill Island. Mm-hmm. And Appa, um, or Aang says that um, maybe Appa's being held in the same place that Jet was brainwashed. And so, please, Jet, remember where you were taken. Jet's like, I can, I can. And then it's too painful to remember his past because we see him remember, like, the Fire Nation destroy his family and blah, blah, blah. And so it's too painful. Also, would like to mention, I don't know if we saw this the, the first time, but it's the fucking rough rhinos that it, took his family away. Yeah, yeah there was did, a close-up on the rough rhino guy. Did we not know that guy. before? Maybe you're right. I don't think they, like, put them, put the rough rhinos in the scene <laughs> The final shots, time we see the rough rhinos. Yeah, that's <laughs> the a good rough point, rhinos. Um, Ruin Jet's life. Yeah, that's good. That's a continuity thing. Yeah. Boom, Taylor. King yeah. of continuity. And what was it? Foreshadowing? Um, <laughs> and so Katara does some magical water on his head, and it helps Jet to remember that he went to this place on vacation called Lake Lao Gai. And Sokka. <laughs> yeah. And Sokka remembers that's where Judy said that she went as well to Lake Lao Gai. Um, and there they start to put together that the Dailies base you know where they all always go is like long on oh when it also quickly mentioned uh-huh. quickly uh i love the part where Sokka was like maybe you should kiss him to like get him to remember his memory and Sokka was like maybe you should kiss him bad joke and then ang goes yeah that is a bad joke or like yeah. there was that little shot of him oh, being God. like yeah yeah cute. and throwing <laughs> looks um so yeah so well. they go to, so they go to the lake and uh, once again, to- like, how would we ever have done this without Toph? She finds damn, the fucking I mean, underwater tunnel, exactly. like, earth bends it up. They all go inside, going through the corridors, trying to find things. Oh, gross. We see, like, all these women being conditioned to be Judy clones. <laughs> Terrifying. You'd think they'd be smarter about it and give them all a different name, but okay. Question mark? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe so it's like they're that. the ge- generic white woman. It's like no one would know the difference. <laughs> That's valid. Oh yeah, actually. So, it's like Lee. Everyone's named Lee. Yeah. It's like so yeah. Jet leads them to a place where he thinks would be big enough to for Appa to fit inside. And once we get there, Jet begins to open the door. And then we see a shot of a door being opened on Appa and we're like, they're there, they're there. But then it flashes to who opened Appa's door and it is not Jet, but Zuko. Such a great transition. Just builds up the... But then he kind of ruins it because he goes, not who you expected. Is it? And I'm like, Zuko, can you relax? (laughs) He's looking into the the lens at us. Zuko. Down boy. Um, okay, so instead, the gang is um, met by Long Fang and the Dai Li, and you know they start fighting, of course. And Long Fang escapes the room, and Aang and Jet go after him. 
and Long Fang tries to, you know, bargain with Aang a final time, but they refuse. And he basically says to Jet, the Earth King has invited you to Lake Laogai. And Jet's pupils dilate and he says, I accept his invitation or whatever, and begins to attack Aang. Mm. So then in opposite. Mm. Also love how you can clearly see Aang, like, dodging Jet the whole time. Like, obviously he's not, obviously he's not gonna fight back, but he's so good at dodging him. Yeah. <laughs> like, pop off Aang. <laughs> um, scratch. So in opposite cell Zuko is Iroh shows up which I'm like good on you Iroh for getting down there unnoticed <laughs> that's what I'm saying like how yeah um Zuko I mean Iroh ple- finally really has a come to Jesus moment with Zuko where he almost is yelling begging Zuko I'm begging you I'm begging you that. Prince Zuko like look inside yourself and ask yourself what you really want because you keep fucking up you keep doing these impulsive things like in the North Pole when you got the Avatar and then what you would have died if his friends didn't come and rescue you so you have to look inside yourself and figure out your own destiny not whatever's being forced by the fire lord and so yeah zuko throws his swords to the ground he's upset back in ang's world (gasps) jet is um ang is trying to get jet out of his trance and is avoiding his attacks and basically the thing that finally gets jet out of his trance is that ang says the word freedom fighter like remember who you are the freedom fighters and jet comes back to normal and goes the fuck after long fang boom 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 but then jet like throws a sword at long fang and long fang boom does a little earthbending skadoodle and it hits jet now I don't get this. The implication, and it's a great acting moment from Aang. He's like shocked and then kind of like recovers as in, oh, I need to go help him. And then Long Fang shoots up and disappears and says like, you foolish boy, you you earned your demise or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. the implication is Jet is dying. My question is, if he Internal- organ that's what i'm guessing that's what's happening because katara does her whole healing thing and she's like this isn't good it like it's like something internal punctured. bleeding or something like that. okay okay because it doesn't we don't see any blood i mean it's not like we see anything it's probably like a cracked like a rib yeah. punctured, that's punctured. His lung okay that's something like that like because we don't see anything but it's the implication is like his insides are not it, well like yeah i guess the thing that i would assume is like getting hit by a rock it like bashes your brain or something like that and then you're dead so to watch Uh, him like die always confused me but that's a great point Taylor. um makes sense so so yeah so jed is slowly dying (laughs) and everyone comes in is very upset and smeller b says everyone you need to go ahead we'll stay with him he'll he'll be fine or jet looks at katara and says i'll be fine and they all go to walk away and toff says he's lying that's good. That was. I also love how um Ooh, I love how Longshot like finally kind of talks. Oh, it's a good. Oh, yeah. That's always There's a powerful like, moment. A great moment. He's like, we got it. That's always a powerful moment, and he's like, he's not an important enough character to really make it like super like weighted, but it's still mm-hmm. like. It's, it's all still, like, A moment, you know. Yeah. Can I just say I hate the like breaking the brainwashed trope, like when someone is brainwashed and they try to break them out of it, and it's like Jet. It's us. Look inside yourself. <laughs> like, it's... You're a freedom fighter. Know who you are. Like, I fucking hate... It's every single fucking yeah, time they do it. Show. Every single fucking time someone is brainwashed, it's always the... 
It's us. Remember? I think it's well so done. Funny. I think tropes become Ugh. gross tropes because they're overused and then they start to like lose their effect because they're not well done. But I think it's pretty well done here. I'll take it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, okay, so <clears throat> they leave and Smellerby's crying and Longshot, you know, takes his arrow and prepares to fight off anyone who's to come. So um, they... Did they die too? <laughs> I don't. They probably die. We see them again. Oh, we probably we see them at the siege when they go to siege the. Oh right. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah, Um, sure. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Maybe I can't remember. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) no, they we don't. We see the the duke and the pipsqueak people, but they're not there. I think they died. Oh yeah. They all did. Um. Okay. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. So um, they. Get out of. They go to Opa's cell. They find where he would have been, and the chains are broken, and Opa's gone. And they think, "Fuck, Long Thing made it before we did." But then um, Sokka says, "Well, maybe we can catch up to him. They're right there." <laughs> so they run. They run out of the tunnel. They come up, and they run and they run in because Dilate agents are after them. And they're like, "Do you think we can outrun them?" But then Aang's like, "I don't think it matters because they've realized that they're coming from both sides, right?" Oh, and God. then Momo's like. And flies, <laughs> flies into the flies air, flies away into the sun, and they're like, "No, our last animal." <laughs> like, oh god damn it! Even Momo's like, "Fuck this, abandoned ship." And but then who does he fly back with? But Appa, yeah, who comes and just demolishes every fucking person. Boom, done, into the lake. La-di-da. Long fit or this is important actually because it'll come back later. Appa takes Long Fane in it, in it with his teeth by the foot and flings him into Lake Loud Guy. Yeah. And they all rejoice and go and hug Appa. And in the saddest and most beautiful moment of the whole thing, Appa or Aang, they're all very excited, but Aang is just crying into his fur and he says, I missed you, buddy. My last note so, was Lake Cry. Um, but then one final thing happens which is we see Zuko and Iroh leave the thingy and we realize that what must have happened is Zuko and Iroh freed Appa you know and Zuko takes the blue spirit masks and toss do I know words he takes the mask (laughs) and tosses it into Lake Laogai and it just slowly floats into the darkness And and then Zuko gets COVID next episode Oh shit! <laughs> you ain't lying. Shit. Oh man! And that is the end of the three episodes that we are covering. We did it, guys! Oh my yeah, god! Any final thoughts? Love. I do like the Lake Lao Guy episode. It's a good episode. Really good. It, it is, is a good episode. Oh, I forgot I to say. Actually, finish. that isn't the final. The final shot. The final shot is of. Like Katara, they're all on Appa flying, and Katara's looking oh, yeah. at the lake with tears in her eyes. And I think it's Aang takes her, and they all four hug each other. That is great because I sometimes I'm like, do we just not care that someone died before our eyes? Like I know it was Jed, and that's complicated, but like still, someone died. And but yeah. I think that moment really is good. It's good. It's yeah. There's so it's much emotion from so many things. Anyway, ah, oh, so good. Okay. That's it. That's it, guys. (laughs) Um, Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe. Subscribe (laughs) to that bitch. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Leave a comment below. Be sure to wait a whole other year. 
be sure to wait a whole another year before our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Ah! Ah! Bye, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye.